Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. I hope you guys are having a blast. It is Troy Dooley, the Beachside CEO. And I tell you what, instead of being on the Gulf of Mexico today, <clears throat> I am on the beaches of Lake Norman in Mooresville, North Carolina. I have been investing a phenomenal week with Jeff Mack and his team up here at Vita Cup International, and I was sitting in on a on a little chat session. I gotta I gotta brag on these girls. I was sitting on this chat session this morning as they were the the the, the really the the experienced team that handles all the brand partners. They were in there. They were having a blast, and they were talking about how many times they listen to what's being said from the field. People will call in with all kinds of frustrations and how they handle those. And I thought, man, that is just, that's ideal to what we're talking about today because I'm going through and really focusing all of our, all of this year's radio programs around individuals and topics that really we can use on a day-to-day basis. <clears throat> Excuse me, and today we named this one, you know, Communication 101, the instrument of leadership. You know, if you can't communicate, you can't build anything. You know, I listened last night to two different views of where America is going. I listened to the President of the United States give the State of the Union address, and uh, very articulate. You know, it, it doesn't matter what side of political aisle I'm on, I love to listen to leaders communicate, to get their message across, to get their 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 values across, their their beliefs, where they're going. I turned right around and I listened to to the Republicans as as um, the senator from Florida shared their view, their side, and I thought both articulated themselves very well, but yet differently. See, communication when you're leading yourself or you're leading your team has to be done with clarity. That's that's so important. Too many times, I think, we start off not being able to communicate ourselves. John Gardner once observed, if I had to name a single all-purpose instrument of leadership, it would be communication. You know, and, and I'm a firm believer, and it's probably from studying Maxwell and other people, I believe that all things rise and fall on leadership. But the question is, what does leadership then rise and fall on? And I believe that is communication. There's there's really three things that we want to cover today in the show. You know, and, and, and you guys know me. Sometimes the show's fifteen minutes long, sometimes it's thirty minutes long. But I want you to I want you to hone in on something with me because as I as I sat back and I studied the last couple of weeks of my life, now I have I have done some crazy things this year. I was just down in Tampa with with a bunch of the partners from the Greece Investment Fund, and and we've worked up a strategic partnership that we're doing. I, I turned right around and, and drove up here to to be with Jeff and, and his team and, and listen to what they have going on here at this company. And the one thing that I have found, whether I'm talking to, to Bob Greece, who, who controls all this, this money for investors, to Jeff Mack, who's leading this phenomenal field force, here's what I get, communication. And I thought back to one of my buddies, really two of them, but one that really sticks out, and that's Richard Brooke, because Richard's constantly sharing with me and talking to me and, and 
coaching me and mentoring me. And I read his stuff, I listen, I talk to him. And last night, one of his top leaders called me to communicate something that was going on in the company. He said, Troy, I want you to know that your hometown of Destin, Florida, is going to be one of four stops on our national tour as we roll out our brand-new product. And I thought, well, that kicks butt. That's kind of awesome. You know, and, and I thought, man, I hope this has to do with the fact that I can articulate and communicate. But as I listened to John Riddle talking, because he's like the, the top leader, him and his wife, Colleen, never been in network marketing before. They're kicking it up over here. As we were sharing and talking, I realized that, once again, the common denominator was the clarity of the communication, what he's communicating to his people. And I got stoked on that because I'm writing notes. I'm I'm studying. I, I want to put together this new book this year to help people to to grow personally and to grow with their their stuff. And this is this is what I wrote down. Be clear. You know, your team cannot execute if they don't know what you want them to do. I wrote on my Facebook wall today something like this. Don't try to dazzle everyone with your intelligence. Just impress people with your straightforward communication. I believe people are more impressed when you're just straightforward and honest, focused, than when you, you, you try to, to you know, BS them and throw stuff around. I just don't think that works. And I thought, that's how Richard always is. Richard is so clear when he communicates. And that explains why his team has clarity and why they're building and growing and doing what they're supposed to do. You have to do that. I sat back studying this morning, and I thought of BK Breko over at Vima. Because BK, no matter if he's on stage or just shooting a, one of his driving thoughts videos as he's going into the office, he does everything with clarity. The communication to the field, the communication to his operations team, the communication to to his assistant Mia. You know, it doesn't matter who it is, the, cons- the, the, the clarity of the communication is there. You never, you never have to wonder where these people are come from. Another person that I thought about, I was on the phone last week with Jesse Riddle, one of the, one of the I think, maybe the best international attorney in direct selling, and, and we were on the telephone together as he's working up some stuff, and the preciseness in which he explained what he was doing and, and and sharing with me some adventures that he's in. I thought this is what makes him so valuable as a lawyer. So we have to have that clarity. The second thing that we've got to look at, this is very important. This is something that I think we we all miss as leaders sometimes. And And understand, I'm talking about Leadership in a different format. I'm not talking about leadership like a Jeff Mack or a Richard Brooke or a BK Brieco or a Fred Nino that are leading these massive companies. I'm talking about communication and leadership in a way that it starts with you and how you communicate. You know, there's this myth, and, and you guys know me. I hate myths, but we all live by them. And, and, and in school, we used to hear this all the time. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. What a freaking lie. You know, just a blatant out-and-out lie. It's not even a myth. It's just a lie. 
we actually see kids today and adults commit suicide because of words, because of bullying. So why is it that we we listen to these myths and these words? See, that's what goes into our mind, and that's why when we talk about leadership, when we talk about communication, it has to start with you. It can't just be what you do to your downline or what you do to your employees or what you do to your team members. It has to start with you. The second thing you've got to look at is you've got to be consistent. See, if you're if you're if you're not consistent in your communication, you're going to frustrate your team members to no end. I mean, think about that. I don't know about you, but nothing frustrates me more than having a leader who just can't freaking make up their mind or they're all over the place. You know, I was sitting here talking with Jeff this week and he said, "Jeff, what can or he said, "Troy, what can you do for us?" And I said, you know, I get paid well to think and to analyze. And then I come up with a clear communication of what needs to be done, what needs to move forward, how we need to do things for my clients. See, that's the kicker here. Clarity and consistent communication. You know, Gordon Bethune, who took over Continental when it was the worst airline in history, was so consistent with his communication that his employees always knew they could depend on him and what he said. Powerful, powerful, powerful deal. It's amazing. Consistency. Now, let me explain something here, because this is important too. There are people who manipulate communication. And they consistently belittle people, or they consistently bombard you with emotional crap. Now, I've gotten pretty cold-hearted over the years, and and I've I'm, I've started teaching people: you just got to set boundaries, plain and simple, no ifs, ands, or buts. You set the boundaries. Period. If people are being Dull, negative, disillusioned crybabies, just jackasses for lack of a better word, something that's just a good southern phrase, then you need to let them know that. You know, don't you can't treat me this way. And and, and this is what I'm gonna do to make sure you don't treat me this way. And you don't accept it, first of all. I don't care if it's your boss, your spouse, or what it is, okay? I'm not saying run out and get a divorce. I'm just saying you've got to set the boundaries. If that individual that's in your life is is consistently, like I said, being a jackass, or or maybe they're communicating hype and propaganda and screwing your company up, they're... they're they're overhyping the comp plan or they're overhyping the cure claims, any of that garbage that's there. If that's what they're doing, then you've got to set the boundaries. That could mean termination. It may mean putting your spouse into a, a home where the two of you can get extra help. Maybe it's, it's going out and getting counseling. I know one of my good friends, him and his wife, for two or three years got counseling. It helps him understand who and what he was and who and what she was. And no, it wasn't page nine. See, this is what you have to do. 
consistent. You got to be clear. You got to be consistent. And then the third thing that you've got to work on: being courteous. There's nothing that's worse than having a manager think they're a leader because they're usually not courteous. See, everyone deserves to be shown respect. doesn't matter what position, what kind of history they might have. Courteousness is a, is a must. In the Marine Corps, we learned something. Respect is given. Trust is earned. I go out of my way to respect everybody, to listen to everybody, to know what's going on with everybody. And from that point forward, then I then I look at, can I trust them? But respect is given. Do people do people lose that respect? I suppose they can, but it doesn't mean that I can't be courteous to them. See, we got to remember that as leaders, our communication sets the tone for the interaction among our people. If we're acting in a discourteous way, if we're not clear, if we're not consistent, then they're not going to be consistent either. And they're your brand promoters or your brand partners or, or, or they're your, 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 your knights, whatever you call your people. That's what they are. They're that line of defense. And your goal should be to create the biggest raving fan base inside and outside your company that you can. It's just the way, just the way it happens. When you don't do that, then we've got issues. See, teams always reflect their leaders. And if you're just a, le- a leader of one, then your attitude is an outward expression of the garbage that you're feeding yourself, the communication that you're feeding yourself. You have to get rid of that crap. I was sitting with some companies, yeah, well, or some Jeff Mack yesterday and Donna Valdez. We're looking over some marketing they're doing. I said, this isn't consistent with the message. You have to be consistent with the message of the leader. It's not what I'm not, and, and, and understand, I'm not talking about a top down, one way directional communication. I'm talking about listening inviting and encouraging your teams to participate. If someone doesn't agree with you, he or she may just be on the experience team talking to your field partners. That's fine. Listen, because they're your front line of defense. They know what's on the ground. They know what's happening. You have to do that. I want you guys to think about this for a minute. Our communication is setting the tone with the people we lead inside and outside the company. It's just the way it is. And it's up to us as leaders, leading ourselves or leading a giant team or leading a company or leading a project, doesn't matter what it is, consistency has to be the key. If you have that, the sky is the limit on where you can go. Now, the kicker here is this will take some some discernment. Okay, this isn't something that that you're just going to be able to do overnight. First you got to do it for yourself, okay? That's that's name and and this is one of my gifts and I'm proud of the gift. It's something that that 
it just God gave it to me, if you will. But you can des- you can describe it, I guess, as the ability to find the root of the matter. Now you're going to rely on some intuition as well as just rational thought, but you're going to be able to get to the bottom. Okay, it's a quality that I think any leader that can maximize this will explode in a big way. I mean, a giant way. See, leaders of large organizations. Matter of fact, I was, I was, I was communicating with one of my buddies from Australia today, and he was sharing with me a, a situation going on, and I thought about this because I thought, wow, in the situation that he was sharing with me, there's going to be a clear, concise, courteous communication taking place, but but there was some discernment that went in that get to, to get to the root issue, to, to be able to explode something and make it happen. you got to be able to do that. You've got to continue to gather information to get the big picture. Matter of fact, Jeff Mack and I, we jumped in the car today. He picked me up from the hotel. I said, Jeff, let me ask you a question. He said, what? I said, didn't you tell me your, that your mom and dad, like, like, immigrated to America right here in North Carolina? He said, yeah, man. They came over from Greece. I said, wow, that's helping me really get a better picture of, of the vision of where we're going with this company. That this is great. You're, you're a company founded by immigrants. Somebody that, 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 that is coming to America today that's, that's maybe anywhere. They don't even have to be in America, but if they're trying to be better, they want to they live that dream. They're willing to take that adventure. Wow. We were getting excited in the car before we got breakfast. You know, but this is where discernment comes in. It, it, it takes a while. You've got to do it. It's not something you just spur the moment make a decision. You've got to enhance your problem-solving abilities. See, if you can get to the root of an issue, I mean deep to the root of the issue, then all of a sudden you can figure out a way to solve it. I believe the closer the leader is to his area or her area of gifting, the stronger the intuition and the ability to see the root causes. I'm not somebody. This, 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 we were talking about this the other day. I was talking with Roy Williams down down at the Grease Funds. You know, He said, you don't ever want to run a company. I said, dude, i got my own little company. I don't need running companies. God put me on this earth to be number two. I'm the one that gets to be the one to figure out how we can we can push leaders to their maximum potential, to let them lead their organizations in a way that's unbelievable. I don't want that role. I want to go home and hang out with my family. That's that's the team I get to lead. I know where my sweet spot is. I know what I love to do. I love marketing, love branding, love communication. you got to know your sweet spot. Number three, you've got to be able to evaluate your options for maximum potential when you're discerning things, to be able to get that clear, concise, and courteous communication out. Only way to do it. See, discernment isn't just relying on the intuition alone, and it's not just relying on the intellect. Discernment itself will enable you to use your gut and your head. I've sat in meetings with people, and Troy, what do you think? said, you know, my gut reaction is no way, dude. No way under the sun. We're the beta, we're being, we're, we're the beta test on this deal. You know, I, you just have to be that way. And you got to look for ways to be able to multiply opportunities for you to communicate better with your team. That's the name of the game. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it takes to push what you're trying to do to the next level. 
communication is the key. You've got to learn how to communicate. You've got to know it, see it, understand it, and grow with it. It's the only way to make it happen. Always has been, always will be. Think of think of this for a minute. Think of the greatest people that you know. I don't care if it's if it's Jesus Christ. I don't care if it's President Obama. Uh, I think the greatest oracle of the 20th century happened to be Ronald Reagan. Uh, I, I would say, even though I don't agree with his political um, thought process, I'd, I'd say that the, the probably the the most articulate president that we have had uh, to date has probably been Bill Clinton. Uh, and I'm talking about one to, to be able to to share a message, whether you agreed with it or not. He had a way to connect with people. And second to that would would be President George Bush. Uh, George W. had a way of connecting to people at a ground level. Not didn't didn't necessarily connect with the with the um, the aristocrats, but he could connect with people at a ground level. You've got to be able to learn to communicate with the people on the street and the people in the mansions. And when you can do that, you can build a business. You can It's unbelievable. When you take the time to learn and listen and communicate with your spouse, with your children, your crazy teenagers, you will see what happens. As a matter of fact, I had a communication last night from a young lady that I've always, always seen as kind of a daughter, although she's not one of my daughters, and she was mad, and she was just being crazy. And so I articulated courteously but very straightforward with her. And she came back and said, well, I feel like you're threatening me. I said, I'm not threatening you at all. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. You know, when you have a hissy fit, then I'm going to get right back into your face. I'm going to love you, but this is what's going to happen. And I and I think that's what sometimes you have to do. You set your boundaries and you communicate. Man, I love the show, guys. You are just exploding this thing. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's because you see value in what we're sharing and we're getting it out to people. So thank you so much. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO heard around the globe on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.